millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, gang. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And by Jingo, what a show we've got coming your way. We begin with the confirmation that Rangers boss Stephen Gerrard Gerrard is the new Aston Villa manager. We'll hear shortly from some former villains, not literally, obviously, including Gareth Southgate, Martin Lawson, our very own Gabby Agbonlahor. But we start with Dion Dublin, or Double D, as no one calls him, who's pleased they got their man. Talk Sport breaking news. Aston Villa have got themselves a new head coach and he is Steven Gerrard. It is a three and a half year deal and it's likely he'll take his entire backroom staff from Rangers to Aston Villa. Getting Stevie G at Villa, I think is a very, very good appointment. Young British manager who has the confidence, I feel, to take a, a very big club forward. I think the fans will love him and I think he will love standing in that dugout taking charge of that club. I think he just needs to go in there, get these players playing, get the new signings firing and just try and finish the season top 10. I think Aston Villa will think fans will take top 10 at the moment, then next season push on again and start looking to get Villa into that top 6. That's where the owners want, they're bringing Gerard in. That'll be the plan over the next 2-3 years, challenging to get into European places. He's had a fabulous start to his managerial career. He leaves one massive football club to join another and um, I'm sure it's a, a challenge that he's looking forward to. It's a great opportunity for him and uh, a chance to test himself in a league where every week there's a, there's a different sort of challenge. More or less the same as Martin O'Neill. As you mentioned him, a great competitor, a winner. It was a catastrophe every time we, we lost the game. It was a meeting straight away and everything. I think that Steven Gerrard is more or less the same. He wants to win and if you don't win, there's something wrong and we need to find out what's wrong straight away. So I, I think that's his philosophy. Gerrard! Oh, what a goal! What a strike from Steven Gerrard! Steven's always had fantastic leadership qualities. I was uh, probably a more senior player when he first came into the England squad and around Euro 2000. He was always a talent, but he always had great drive. We know the number of games that he's led for club and country where he made the difference in really important moments. On now to Moni Moni, Simon Jordan and Rangers legend Ali McCoist. It's a gamble for both parties. It's a gamble for Villa as he's untried and tested in that particular league. And it's a, it's a gamble for Stephen in the respect that we all think and we all are surmising that he wants a Liverpool job. Well, if he does, and I think he does, and I hope he, I genuinely hope he gets it, if that's his wish and his dream, he's going to have to be a success, I would think, at Aston Villa. So yeah. it's really interesting times ahead. I have my reservations for Villa and for Steven Gerrard because these guys have taken out a manager that on the whole has given them quite a level of sustained success. 
moving through the gears. And I realise he's had a difficult time over the period of this year. But their ambitions seem to be quite stellar instantaneously. And Stephen Gerrard's got his work cut out there because it's not a given that stepping in from the SPFL with no disrespect to that league into the Premier League is a straight line. It's anything but a straight line. I'd rather fail at Villa than fail at Rangers. Yeah, Rangers are a bigger club. No, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's easier to succeed at Rangers than it is Villa, isn't it? Oh, definitely, because no, no, but then he's he's But that's what I mean, he's challenging himself. This is a bigger challenge. You've got to understand that. It's a bigger challenge, it's a bigger opportunity because of the league he's playing in and the manager he's coming up against and the players he's coming up against. Well, I think it's a challenge too much for him and I think it's too, too soon. Oh, bitter Willie. It's, it's too big a challenge. Come on, Willie, wish him luck. Too soon. Willie, wish him luck. Wish him luck, Willie. Listen, it's too big a challenge, too soon. So what's it like to work under Stevie G? Well, the Forest and former Rangers defender Joe Worrell, easy for me to say, gave us his insight a few months back on TalkSport. He was very meticulous with his training and stuff. I think with Mick Beale as well, he was fantastic. His coaching, his attention to detail and stuff. And obviously with Gerard as well, he's quite a scary figure and somebody who you, you have immense respect for and stuff and somebody who you, you just love playing for. So will Gerard's departure from Rangers be good news for rival Celtic? Yes, apparently so, says Simon Jordan. Probably moaning as well. Massive disruption for Rangers, though, this is. I mean, the one person that will be celebrating that and get his timing right is Ange Postacoglu. Yes. Because he'll be looking at it as an opportunity. Because Absolutely. if Rangers are going to decimate that, if, if Villa are going to take Gerard, then they're going to take all Gerard's backroom stuff with them as well. And the main man, Mr. Jason Cundy. Has anyone seen a manager for Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> that is just outrageous. <laughs> They've got to get it right because this season is absolutely vital. As we all are aware, the winners of the title this year go straight into Champions League. No qualifiers, I believe. Of course. Straight away, that's uh, £40, £45 pounds that Rangers and Celtic clearly will be requiring and needing. So they've got to get it right. Let's go to Owen, who's a Celtic fan. Owen, good evening. Good evening. Brilliant show as always. Thank you. All I was going to say is it's good Stephen Jarrett's got a proper job outside of Rangers. <laughs> It's good for Celtic. means we can sweep all the trophies up again. And Gerard's former partner in midfield crime, Frankie Lampard, is set to be appointed as the new manager of Norwich City, TalkSport understands. The ex-Chelsea boss will replace Daniel Farker, make your own jokes up at home, who was sacked last weekend. Former Blues teammate Petr Cech thinks Lamps will return to the Premier League when the time is right. He has all the qualities to be the, the Premier League manager. So obviously, if anybody uh, is uh, interested and, and if anybody comes uh, to speak to him, I, I believe that if, if people have the right projects for uh, for Frank, that obviously, uh, you know, he's a football man and he, he loves football. He loves coaching with the same passion as he used to love playing. I'm not surprised that, that his name is coming about now. And I think it's just a matter of time when he's going to reappear in the in the Premier League. On to my show now, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time with Darren Bent. And our guest was the former Arsenal midfielder, Jack Wilshere. Listen, he won't be going into that job thinking, right, we're going to be in Championship next year. He's not that type of character and he's a good manager as well. You know, look what he done at, at Derby. Yeah, he didn't get the promoted, so in that aspect he failed. But what he did do, he didn't 
the development of the likes of Mesa Mount, Tomore. Obviously, they went on the, the following season to be fantastic. Yeah. So I think he, he didn't fail in that regard. Let's be honest, are they really going to stay up? Even if they got in, you know, best manager in the world, the, the team, you know, I always said the definition of insanity, they go up, they go down, they're like a Absolutely, yo-yo club, yeah. but it doesn't seem to have a plan. And I think for, for th- Frank Lampard at Derby County, he did a really good job. You know, he did. And he then obviously okay. going to Chelsea was a bit of a step too far. I don't think Norwich fans are realistic. I'll tell you one person who will be buzzing if he goes Norwich. Billy Gilmore. He played him at Chelsea. He loves him. He's going to help him develop you as a player. You expect him to get back in? He's been left out under Farker, yeah, hasn't he? I know. I don't know why. I mean, I think he's like, unreal for his mm. age. He played in the Euros. He played for a big club like Chelsea in big games, and he can't get in the Norwich team. Frank has proven himself to be a really, really good manager with young players. Has proven himself to, to give them air under their wings, to allow them to fly, go and express yourself, go and be the best version of you at this age that you can be. He must be brilliant to play for as a young kid. Can you imagine playing for Frank Lampard, who's just said, go and play, go and, go and express yourself? Now, England boss Gareth Southgate has been speaking ahead of tonight's crucial World Cup qualifier against Albania at Wembley. Live on Talk Sport, don't you know? Three Lions need four points from the last two games to absolutely guarantee progress to Qatar next year. He said they don't want a repeat of the hungry performance last month. We didn't play at the level that we have hit for certainly this calendar year. So we've had a good focus this week on making sure that we're on the front foot in the game, making sure that our pressing is better than it was that night and also making sure that we're sharp with the ball and move the ball quickly because these teams are well organised. You've got to break down a packed defence. Our quality has got to come to the fore. But also if you can win the ball higher up the pitch, then you can catch them when they're perhaps a little bit uh, disorganised. So they're things we've had a good training week to focus on. Hugh Wozencroft has been speaking to the Three Lions captain, Harry Kane. I wanted to start by asking you really how you would describe your season so far and the experience of it because it seemed outwardly to be a, a strange and maybe difficult one for you. From an England point of view, the season has been a good season. It's been a, a great calendar year, not just for me, but for the team, leading our, our nation to a, a final. Yeah, it's an extremely proud moment in my career. Yeah, in terms of club, obviously, it's been a, an up and down season, probably a bit more more disappointment than we're probably used to. Obviously, a new, a new manager and now another new manager. Antonio Conte has signed with Tottenham to be the new man in charge until 2023. Obviously, personal form hasn't been as, as good as in recent years at, at this stage of the season. But yeah, all in all, just something to adapt to and learn to. Every season, you find a new challenge. That's what I've always found in, in my career so far. So yeah, it's just about how you deal with that, how you cope with that. Uh, and my my method is always just keep your head down, work hard. And yeah, like I say, from a, from a personal point of view, I'm, I know the, the goals and that are there. It's just about taking the opportunities when they arrive. Now England head coach Eddie Jones has been speaking to TalkSport's Andrew McKenna ahead of their match against Australia, live and only on TalkSport. Eddie started by saying that he won't be getting sentimental facing the Aussies. I don't sit here and think, well, I was born in Australia, I've got an Australian passport, this is an overly emotional game for it. It's, a, it's another test match. You know, England's the team I love, England's the team I coach, and I love our players, and the whole week it's just been about trying to give them the best coaching they can get to be in the best position to play well on Saturday. And Jones also had this to say after some recent comments about the US Open champion, Emma Raducanu. It was uh, talking about the difficult time that young players in England have and we've got a number of young players coming through and I'm cognizant of making sure we look after them well. Now I can't control what people think of that 
and maybe some of the loudest, loudest drum beats made comment about it, but the point was 100% right. And we finish the show, the podcast, with Boxing Chat and the legend in the sport that is Joe Calzaghe, who gave us his take on Saul Canelo Alvarez. I just think, obviously, I'm, I'm, a, bit, I'm a big super middleweight. Um, I think with my speed and my southpaw style, I think that would be a nightmare for him personally. And it was a fight that I like to have had. You know, he's five foot eight. He's a good good fight when it comes to his, his timing. He's great with his timing. He's great with his feet. I was also uh, very good with my feet and moving. So it would have been a, an exciting and an interesting fight as well. But, you know, like I said, take nothing away from Canelo. What he's done through the divisions is, is tremendous and uh, fair play to him. And what I love about him is that he keeps motivated. Um, he keeps dedicated. And after all the fame, all the money, every fight he turns up and performs. And uh, fair play. Um, um, that's really impressive. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. I don't really care. Don't, of course, forget to press that subscribe button. I do care about that. I'm back on Drive today alongside my Friday husband and Thursday for that matter, the wonderful Darren Bent. Make sure you join me and him at 4pm. Before I go, let me tell you about some live sport coming your way tonight. 5pm, Moldova take on Scotland. That's a World Cup qualifier. It's live on TalkSport 2, commentary from Alex Cook and former Scotland striker Chris Arwellamo. And, of course, from 7pm on TalkSport, you can hear live commentary of England against Albania. Uh, that's it. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely evening, and be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.